Brit. It's happening. Dun, 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 that was my lame attempt at the Rocky music because we've climbed the steps. We've made it to the top. This is it. The finale. I could not be more excited to be recording the finale episode to Still Not Ready spinoff series. Laura Bertram, is that you? Where we're telling the wild and twisted story of how our little pandemic podcast got us wrapped up in an absolutely, absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous web, web of deceit. Of deceit. <laughs> <laughs> where we didn't know who or what was real. Thanks for joining us. I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. This is the sixth and final installment of the series. So don't start here. Go back and listen to this saga from the beginning. The purpose of this spinoff is for us to tell our story and our experience. We may discuss this in a fun or lighthearted way, but we recognize that this story has had an impact on the real people involved. And as such, some names have been changed. Okay, Britt, we really left everyone hanging in the last episode. Let's remind them where we're at. All right. So in the last episode, we talked about how we called Catfish because we knew there was someone pretending to be Laura Bertram online, but our Catfish just wasn't biting. The bait was just not good enough. So we kind of did our own investigation and found out there's a possibility this person is running a ring of fake profiles including other celebrities, fans, and supporters. This is wild. Like, who even has time for that? At the end of the episode, we found out our MTV producer, PW, received a phone call from our catfish, and he knows everything. Also, you told us that we got a message from It Is Me, Laura B. on Instagram, the account we are almost sure is the real Laura. So let's start there. What did she say? Okay, well, it's a long message, but I'll give you the gist of it. She says, Hi, Brit and Amy. She's apologizing for all the drama behind our interest in Ready or Not. And she says she has no interest in shutting our podcast down, and she hopes we'll continue the show. First of all, I don't think she has really anything to apologize for. Second, I can't believe she messaged us back. Well, I agree. We would never hold anything against her, even if we did think it was really her at several different times throughout this whole thing. So this is our big mic drop moment. Not yet. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's get to what the producers over at Catfish found out. Okay. So PW calls. He said the person running the fake profiles did call them and confessed to everything. He said it was a very long and very emotional conversation for that person, and because of that, he isn't going to tell us who it is. He wants to respect their privacy. I can't believe he actually talked to this person. Mind blown. By this point, I think I felt a bit of relief. Like, we kind of got a lot of information already on our own. We were like 99% sure it wasn't the real her. You know, we were also a little bit angry about all the stuff that had been said about us. Some feelings were maybe a little bit hurt, but I think we definitely forgot that there is someone behind these accounts who has their own set of feelings around what's been happening. 
Yeah, this takes our story in a whole different direction because PW is like, I'm sorry, because of the nature of what we do at Catfish, we can't give you any information. He also says he believes this person is ready to stop doing what they're doing. And he said they've agreed to stop bothering our podcast. I understood based on that conversation that maybe we had a bit of a truce. I was kind of happy with that. Ultimately, I think that's kind of what we wanted. Like, just leave us alone. And it just sort of started to get me thinking about how isolated we all are right now. So maybe this person just was connecting with people online and this was sort of their way of doing that. And we're about to implode this whole community they've created for themselves. We don't know this person. And at this point, PW's lips are sealed. So... We have no information about their lives, what they're going through, what they've been through. You know, we're kind of coming from a place of empathy. Maybe we're understanding a little bit more about why this whole thing may have happened. Yeah, to me, this person is waving the white flag and we are feeling bad. So we're holding our hands up saying, okay, it's over. We were just happy that we had a truce and we thought, all right, Let's just go our separate ways. We even thought, okay, well, now we know this person online isn't the real Laura. We good. Case closed. But I think we still both kind of went to bed that night kind of feeling like weird and rotten about the whole thing. And we even consider canceling the whole spinoff. But we all know that's not how this story ends. Right, listeners? So in less than 24 hours after our implied truce, we find a fake account for Lonnie, the other star of the show, ready or not. Okay, so if they can't be Laura, they're just going to flip and be Lonnie? I guess. There are also huge rants on both Facebook and MeWe from Laura, Sky, Katie, now Lonnie, about, again, all the terrible things we've done as a podcast. I think the real Lonnie found out pretty quickly about this, and she set the record straight almost instantly. Oh, Lonnie was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I take screen grabs of everything that has happened since the so-called truce and send them to PW. He calls me back right away, and this time he's ready to talk. Because he was under the impression they were going to stop, right? And they haven't. So PW, being the professional that he is, won't say the name. He makes me guess. But he does say the person who called them is who we suspected from the very beginning. And you say the name Sky. Yes. We thought it was Sky from the beginning, and PW confirmed it. But Sky says she has an accomplice. Okay, wait. This is a bit of a curveball. I did not see this one coming. There's two people behind these profiles? Mm-hmm. Well, then it has to be Lindsay, the one who started the petition. It's not Lindsay. Okay, what about Rick? He's active in the groups. Well, we are suspicious that Rick may be involved, but Sky didn't mention him. Well, who is it? It's Karen, the quiet one. Oh, it's always the quiet ones. Yeah, and now that we know this, 
Karen has had some unusual behavior this whole time. That's true. There are some things that Karen wrote in the Facebook groups that was sort of word for word what was also posted on Laura and Katie's pages. They all sort of posted the same thing. All within like days of each other at times. Yes. So two people are behind all of this running multiple fake accounts? Well, that's what it seems like. Okay, this is just too much. Is this our mic drop moment? Britt, this is our mic drop moment because that's when this happened. Hello, ladies. (laughs) Hello, special guest. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, my name is Laura Bertram. And I assure you, we are in a video chat right now, and we're sitting here looking at, without a doubt, the real Laura Bertram. (laughs) I exist! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Thank you so much for speaking with us about this whole situation. My pleasure. We know we always hoped we would be able to have you on the show. We never thought it would be under these circumstances. (laughs) (laughs) understandable (laughs) but amazing to meet you either way thank you um and despite what anyone has claimed we are huge fans even more so now as we rewatch the episodes like 30 years later yeah that's awesome (laughs) as adults (laughs) so maybe we just kind of get right into it sure so can you maybe explain to our listeners your social media presence okay Uh, Up until very recently, I did not have a presence, really, much at all. Um, I've never had a Facebook account. Okay. Uh, I've never had an official fan page that I have administered. It's not what I've been doing with my social media self. Um, I do have an Instagram account. It's called It Is Me Laura B., And uh, that is mine for sure. Um, But I haven't been very active on social media, mostly because I'm a bit of a Luddite. So (laughs) I tend to not have a lot of tech Mm savvy-ness. However, um, I recognize that that has probably not helped me in the digital world. (laughs) So just to clarify, you're not on the social network site MeWe? Nope. What? I don't even know what MeWe is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not on MeWe. I'm not on Twitter. No. (laughs) Gotcha. Instagram is where I have been. Okay. (laughs) With limited posts. So we have had a ton of fans of yourself and Ready or Not reach out to us, and they all thought they've been interacting with you online for, well, some of them say years the one question they always asked us was, well, how did these people get a hold of private photos of your family, you, your sister? Those are good questions that I can't answer, um, mostly because I have no idea. Unfortunately, that's scary. That's scary. Yeah. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time that this kind of a thing has happened. This is um, something that can happen. And um, because social media is so integrated, it's very easy for images and clips to be taken from various sources and posted um, either anonymously or quote unquote, as 
that person. So I believe that's how it happened. Unfortunately, uh, because up until recently, I haven't really been very much involved in that world. It was probably quite easy for that to happen um, because I was not aware. For you not to notice that people were yeah photos? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then when it came to my attention, obviously, I realized that this was um, incumbent upon me to do something about it. If I wanted to be able to present myself the way I wish to be presented, that I have to take ownership of that. So Absolutely. So this next question, I'm, I, I totally understand if you don't want to answer, but we just wanted to ask, is there anything you wanted to say to anyone impersonating you online? I think I would prefer to say to the people who really have tried to seek me out and who've been standing by me. And I just want to tell those people that I really appreciate it. And I apologize that you had to go through that as well. It's not fair to feel like you're interacting with someone who isn't authentically there. And I'm hoping that I can provide you with um, an opportunity to at least see who I really am. And I hope moving forward that you aren't disillusioned with me or with the world that I'm associated with because there's lots of great people and we, we really value your attention and your support. So the fans and the supporters are your main concern in this whole thing? Really it is, I, I have to say. Because, you know, I think it's very... Uh, it's a it's a difficult world to navigate. We don't always know what's real. And that goes not just with this situation. This is like in the greater scheme of things. There's so much information that's shared. We all of us have a, a really difficult time sorting through what's authentic and what's real and what's not. And we have to really we have to really steel ourselves to try and reflect on what is real and what's authentic. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of where the flaw is. I mean, the, the beauty is that we share and that we're in an interconnected world. That is mm -hmm. also the downfall. Right, right. I think things are a bit amplified right now, too, because we are so isolated from each other, right? So we are really trying to find connection any way we can. And I think this past year has sort of illustrated that a lot of people are flocking to communities online to try and find that connection because we we can't socially have it in the same way right absolutely we all want to be connected in some way and yeah. we also want to belong that's a very human trait so yeah. you you can't fault people at all for wanting to join communities to find that because we're human beings humans typically are not isolated people for long periods of time and if we are, it's because we really need to hermit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not for any other reason. So yeah. <laughs> I understand there's a, there's a definite need. And the pandemic has, like you said, it's amplified it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And just to set the record straight on our end, did you have anything to do with the petition to get our podcast removed from the internet? No, I had nothing to do with the petition, uh, nor did my sister, who is also named. I think there's a few people in my ring and none of us are interested in putting down your site at all. I love your Yay. podcast. Well, we appreciate that. We'll just take that. We'll take that Can we that just take that sound We're bite. done. We're yeah. done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think that basically clears it all up. 
We also think it's very important. I think you did mention your Instagram, but I think it is important for people to know where can they find you on the internet if they want to know sort of what you're up to and what you're doing. Where's the best place? So uh, I am going to be putting out a Facebook page that is legitimately mine, as I try to say that word. It really is me. And it is, it is me, Laura B., on Facebook. And it's the same handle that I have for Instagram. It is me, Laura B. So if you are interested in following real kind of boring lives, that's me. <laughs> it's actually not that exciting, but, um, but it is really me. <laughs> so I, I will try not to let down the people who have been seeking genuine information. And I will try to post more regularly. It's not been my forte in the past, but it will be in my future. So that'll be a page for fans and supporters. They can go there and they can follow you there. They can, definitely. Yes, I am planning to put information on just me and things that I do and things that I enjoy. There won't be photos of my children. There won't be family portraits. Just because <laughs> the reason is, is I personally feel that I would like to present myself. And that's what the content will be. So if that's what you're seeking out, you will find it on It Is Me, Laura B. There it is. And we should be clear, we would never hold any of this against you or anyone in your family. We do apologize to you and anyone else that has been pulled into this for stirring any of this up. It was completely unintentional on our part. We just wanted to do a podcast about Ready or Not. That's it. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> and I, I am so happy that you have. <laughs> the Ready or Not team is actually extremely flattered. We found out about you in, in a difficult way, but then we're equally flattered by, by what you've done. That's very exciting. And we do have one request for a shout out. Our friends Ben and Beth, who are hosts of the other Ready or Not podcast called Here We Come, they had a very similar experience with all of these fake accounts. And Beth in particular is a huge fan of yours and was very disappointed to find out she wasn't really talking to you online. Do you think you could say hi to Beth and Ben for us? Beth and Ben, hello, it's Laura Bertram for real. And I'm happy to say hello to you and keep it up the good work. I'm sorry that it had to go a difficult path for you, but it's worth it in the end. And our listeners would kill us if we didn't ask, what can you tell us, if anything, about the Ready or Not reboot? So, we are in development right now. Okay. Ooh. So, we, we have scripts. We have characters. We are just in development at the moment. We're working on all of those details and these things take time. I wish I could share more. I'm actually not at liberty to share too much more information out of respect for the creative process, but also out of respect of the people who we would be working with. Um, mm -hmm. Development is where we are at. Leave them on the edge, as yeah. they say. <laughs> okay, we won't take up any more of your time. Thank you so much for reaching out to us, for coming on the show, to set the record straight. This couldn't be a more perfect ending for us. And I think there are a lot of your fans that will be happy to have finally heard the truth. 
And if you're up for it and ever want to come on our regular podcast and help us break down an episode of Ready or Not, (laughs) the invitation is always open. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Bye. Bye. Okay. I still cannot believe that Laura Bertram reached out to us and wanted to set the record straight. So just a heads up, we recorded that interview with Laura on June 2nd, 2021, and her Facebook page has been launched since then. And she has posted a video to the page. As she says, that is all she has. So be sure to follow the real Laura. It is me, Laura B. And also... We have been sitting on that interview for two weeks, and it's been so hard to keep that secret. Painfully hard to keep the secret that we talked to Laura Bertram. But guys, we discussed this with Laura at length. She has one Facebook account and one Instagram account. There are no other accounts or pages or profiles or anything. Okay, This seems like our fairy tale ending, but here's the thing, everyone. This isn't a fairy tale ending for everyone. We want to remind you all that the people who have been running all these fake accounts have certainly crossed many lines and done some very wrong things, but they are real people with real feelings. Amy, in episode five, you told us essentially you are Catfish's biggest fan. So do they ever deep dive and try to understand why people do it? Well, I think it's often a loneliness thing or they aren't comfortable with who they are as a person or how they look. They pretend to be someone else and it provides a sense of comfort. It's tough. It's tough to think about why someone might do all of this It's really a shame we can't just all be comfortable with who we actually are. There is a really good episode of another podcast called This American Life. A writer talked about someone that was trolling her online and actually pretended to be her dead dad. And eventually they met and had a conversation. It's a really interesting episode and it did really sort of put things into perspective for me. Maybe it's best just to not interact with profiles that you may think are not who they say they are. So please, my friends, be kind to one another. If you are in contact with some of these accounts, don't just ignore them. Report them. Okay, side note, we will not be on the show, Catfish. And maybe it was for the better because we got to tell our story in our own words. And you might be wondering what some of the people involved had to say. After the fact, here's who we caught up with. Beth and Ben of the Here We Come podcast thanked us for our dogged journalistic integrity and for getting to the bottom of all of this. They are looking forward to getting back to the American dream of having a podcast during a global pandemic. And if nothing else good comes from this, they are happy to have met us. And I hope you like the Laura Bertram shout out, Beth. (laughs) Keith, who was a relative of one of the actors, we've actually been chatting with him quite a bit since this whole thing started shaking out. He's just happy the person got caught, and he still wants to know how they got all of Laura's personal photos. That must have been what really made him believe the fake accounts. 
Lindsay, who started the petition, said she did get caught up in the fact that she thought she was talking to Laura Bertram and wanted to support her. But she also doesn't like the podcast or us. So she's actually a disgruntled listener. Okay, I think that's totally fair, right? I don't think either one of us really hold a grudge against her for starting that petition. And I do appreciate her sort of messaging with us. I think that was good that we were able to kind of clear the air a bit. Um, Rick declined to comment. And we made many attempts to reach Sky and Karen through some of their burner accounts because they have the podcast account and all of our personal accounts blocked and they refuse to communicate as well. On that note, let's remind everyone that we do have a regular podcast where we break down episodes of our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s, ready or not. So please check that out too. Yeah, come on, guys. That's what we're all here for in the first place. We will also be answering questions about the spinoff in those episodes. So if you feel that we've left any loose ends you're still wondering about, or if you just have any general questions, don't hesitate to ask us at StillNotReadyPod on Instagram. And we'll soon be releasing an extended, uncut version of our interview with the one and only Laura Bertram, where we ask her some more burning questions that have come up so far as we re-watch Ready or Not. Subscribe and auto-download wherever you're listening now so you don't miss anything. Find Laura on Instagram and Facebook at B. And find us on Instagram at StillNotReadyPod. Let us know what you think of the exciting conclusion to our spinoff series. A huge thanks to anyone at MTV who worked on our case, Beth and Ben of the Here We Come podcast, our friends at the Narbos and Broomheads podcast, the people behind the Say by the Bell, the New Class fan page, Lonnie Billard, Laura Bertram, all of you that have reached out providing us with additional information. And of course, we have to thank our mole in all of the Facebook groups. You know who you are. I think now we can put this behind us and focus on season two of Ready or Not. Thanks for listening. I'm Amy. And I'm Britt. And you've just found out we're still not ready. 